Hey everyone, Steve from Survivor here with a special little bonus episode of the Friendly Fire Show. Uh, I was lucky enough to be joined by Melburnian Evan Evagora. Uh, you've seen him as Elnor in Star Trek Picard, and you'll see him as Nick in 2K and Supermassive's The Quarry. It's out today, and we had a little chat about The Quarry, about horror, uh, video games, and of course a little bit about Star Trek because I couldn't resist. Evan's the nicest guy. Uh, this was a great little chat. Uh, runs for like 10-11 minutes, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Evan, thanks so much for this. Uh, most appreciated. Uh, I, I just wanted to start off, I guess, talking about video games and horror and seeing if you're a fan of, of one or both or none. Uh, I'm a fan of both. Uh, in terms of horror, I watch pretty much uh, one horror movie a week. Uh, I recently just watched the new Scream, uh, the one that came out very recently. Loved that. Loved the, the whole concept and, uh, you know, who doesn't like a a teen-based horror movie. And in terms of video games, I mean, like, I grew up playing Call of Duty and um, Grand Theft Auto. I was really big on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And I actually, just before we started this production, all of my friends were telling me I need to play Until Dawn. And I was so, so gutted that I didn't uh, play it earlier because all I wanted to do is just, you know, play every different ending in it and just <laughs> see all of these crazy outcomes. Well, and now you're basically in Until Dawn, but the, the next iteration. I think it's, to be fair, I think it was my favorite Supermassive game until The Quarry. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that. Um, and I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but I like the way that this has leaned into the, the supernatural stuff. Um, what drew you to The Quarry? Was it, was it kind of that supernatural horror slant? Or, you know, like you get to be in an 80s slasher movie, basically. I think it was a bit of everything. Um, you know, it was this kind of like teen horror... Uh, I mean, it is a video game, but it kind of it plays out like a movie uh, almost. And, you know, the fact that, it, like, I had, heard, I had heard of Until Dawn before I uh, even started playing it. And, um, you know, director Will Biles was just uh, amazing to work with. And, you know, he's got this really amazing reputation. And because it's a different medium and a different type of uh, filming, like the whole process itself, I thought it'd be, uh, you know, a different kind of challenge for me as an actor. And it was, it was an amazing experience. Nice. And I guess that's, it's, it's weird because I'm imagining like you on La Serena in Picard, you know, you've got fake years on and you're kind of like pretending to dodge phaser blasts, but I'm imagining that I guess the quarry experience is more like your colleague Annie is the board queen, like kitted up with dots everywhere, like rigged up kind of acting, but like reacting to nothing. Is it, what are the similarities and what are the differences there? I mean, it is a lot of uh, reacting to nothing and you have to use your imagination. But uh, I'd say compared to Picard, uh, the quarry was that on steroids. I mean, you're in this kind of blank room with all of these, this uh, flawed lining that's uh, everywhere. And then you've got these TV screens and you're in the, essentially what's a scuba suit uh, known as a mocap suit. And you've got all these dots on your face and a camera is right in your face to be able to gauge, you know, all of your reactions and facial expressions. And the only way you can see anything is on these monitors, which is really cool. You know, when you see yourself as a character and you see that you're, you know, in the woods or in this building or um, outside. So it required a lot of imagination, um, but the, it was so much, it was very freeing and fun at the same time. 
is it a different experience, you know, like seeing yourself as Elnor, like that's you, that's physically you, uh, as compared to seeing like a, a digital copy of yourself? Is it, how does that hit home? I'd say it's pretty similar, although I freaked out a little bit more um, from excitement, I, I, I have to add, when I saw myself as a video game character, because although I, I am Elnor with the elf ears and the, and the eyebrows, uh, you know, this, the rendition of me in the game is really really spot on like scarily accurate did you get to make any like requests like oh i'd, I'd like my left bicep to just be like a little bit bigger or you know probably not but if anything to make me a little bit taller or skinnier i mean he, he like the character is very slim and um you know when they do the body scans it's everything is exactly into proportion of uh who you are but if i could i'd probably you know, maybe ask for some like Harry Potter-esque glasses. That's probably the only thing I've altered with my look. Excellent. Um, now, like I'm assuming this was kind of done in the midst of COVID protocols. So did you get to act with like fellow camp counselors and like bounce off acting or was it all really self-contained? It was kind of self-contained. I mean, initially we uh, started the whole uh, process, I believe, in early 2020. And then obviously the world stopped and then coming back into it, there was a lot of COVID restrictions. So we actually were acting more in groups. So we had, uh, we didn't really do any of the large group scenes together. We were always acting with, you know, like three or four of us, uh, which was great because, you know, we got to uh, know each other a little bit better and me not being a native um, Los Angelene, Los Angelian or Los Angelite, however you want to call it. I didn't know many people. So I actually made a few friends from uh, the sets. Uh, one of my best mates, Zach Tinker, he's also in the, uh, the video game. So it, it was just like a really great personal, more intimate experience. Nice. And I guess you're, you're in uh, now like a super massive, <laughs> a super massive, super massive alumni of like big name people, Rami Malek, uh, Sean Ashmore, Ashley Tisdale was in the last one. Is, is this like a different kind of credit for you? Is this just an acting credit or is it a video game acting credit? Like how does, how does the weight kind of sit there? Is, is this important because of all those big names? I don't think it's important because of those big names. I think the story really speaks for itself. And um, that's, you know, what attracts names like that. You know, it's it's great stories on a different platform. You know, this might not necessarily, if it was just a movie, uh, be as amazing. But the fact that you have so many options in this game and there are so many outcomes, like 186 different uh, ways that this could end up, you know, it's pretty much choosing your own movie. And that's... That's the idea, I think, that's a, a draw card for this. So it's a bit of a hybrid, a bit of a video game, a bit of a movie. It's, it's that awesome in-between. And does that make it hard for you as an actor? Like, you know, you, you're filming 18 possibilities in a scene rather than just a scene or like, you know, a different take on the scene. It's probably going to be roughly the same. How, how do you do that? Do they kind of give you like a little briefing? Like, here's kind of where you are in this path. Go or do you just have to just suck it up and do it? No, so on the we have a little monitor normally on set with the with the script and the scene and then the different outcomes. So we'll just film that outcome and then it'll be cut. If the director likes it, we move on and we do the next outcome, cut, move on, and and so on and so forth. It it, it was such a condensed uh, amount of time, but I think it really helped me grow as an actor, um, just because there was there wasn't that uh, time to explore. It was just really back your decision because um, that's all you can really do as an actor, make choices. So 
that was um that was my favorite take i'd say from filming and it probably brought like a sense of authenticity because you're not going to be able to sit there while things are happening in the camp around you and, and really think about it if it, 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 it is a choose your own adventure kind of style thing so do you have a sense of of the character of nick like in your own mind like is is he a certain set of characteristics or is he kind of just like a an open book that you know can do a or b or c or d when the need arises for me i guess because i um i you know was in his skin for so long i have an idea of what i'd like nick to be what characteristics i'd like to input uh during it and i probably will do that in the um the director's chair mode when creating his characteristics but uh i mean he really is kind of an open book he there is him at a base and then you know the actions that uh whatever whoever's playing chooses is pretty much will determine who he is what he does and i guess whether he lives or dies there you go i've, I've gone through about three endings i'm almost finished my third um, and like you've you've been surrounded by legends of late. Sir Patrick is like probably a different level for for me anyway. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Um, but Thanks. you know David Arquette, Ted Raimi, Grace Zabreski. Like, did you get? I think you probably would have had the most interaction with David Arquette possibly just because of like the way that you're paired in scenes. Did you get to hang out with 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 those like iconic actors and and learn anything from them? Yeah, and uh, the great thing about it is every actor who's of that caliber has their own process, and um, it's just great to see their process and their method and and how they uh, implement their choices. I also hung out uh, a fair bit with Ethan Supley, and uh, he was an absolute gentleman and um, also someone who's just very dedicated and very serious uh, once, you know, once they say action, but as soon as they say cut, he's just so kind and, you know, talkative. If you want anyone to go from being like the character to being kind, it's probably Ethan because he's definitely most definitely. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of your time, and I, I can't not ask a little bit of Star Trek stuff. Um, it sucks, man, that you're not in season three of Picard. I think people really liked Elnor, so that's that's unfortunate. The good news is, of course, that he's he's in a good place. We're leaving him in a, you know, as a cadet on the Excelsior Huzzah. Um, I'm curious as to where you kind of think Elnor is going to be in your own head canon. And of, of course, curious if you'd return back to Star Trek if asked. Uh, if asked, you know, never say never. Uh, it'd have to be, I'd say, just like Patrick coming back for Picard under the right circumstances and the right story. I probably, uh, people will probably get mad at me saying this, but I don't actually see him staying in Starfleet. I think it's just him adopting one institution for another and um, he's still trying to find who he is and his own path and his own journey. So where he'd end up, I don't know, but I have a feeling it, it wouldn't be in Starfleet forever. Well, thank you for your absolute candor. <laughs> so <Thank> lame. <laughs> um, Evan Evagora, thank you so much for your time. Truly appreciated. Um, always nice to see someone from Melbourne just like doing amazing. Right. So uh, well done. And uh, the the core is up now, Xbox, PC, PlayStation, and, and you're a giant part of it. So that's exciting for you and for everybody else. Uh, thanks again so much for your time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dave.